I pressed go. We are recording today is July 26th, 20... 7th, 20, July 26th? Yeah. I woke up today feeling a different person. Um, Talk about the box, the manifestation box. You can even put your dreams in there if you want. Yeah. Well, anyway, Mark and I, this is our first day to actually be excited to start this business. Yes, actually excited. Because, you know, I think we did the autism business out of feeling like we had to, yes. hopefully that we could survive. Same way with the, with the Russell Brunson stuff and all of that, you know. And <clears throat> But it's all going to matter because we'll be using it. Well, that's, that's what I was getting ready to say because, I mean, <clears throat> autism was just one step. Healing my autism and healing the, all the ailments you had was just one step on getting clear. Real healing, you know what the goal of real healing is? Getting in touch with your other side. When you can do that clearly, consistently, uh, then I would say you're healed. Because, And why would you get in touch with the other side? You want to get in touch with the other side. Because it is your step-by-step guide. Now, I found this out, you know that false urgency? Yes. Art, right? <clears throat> and not only that, even some Michelle Kett talked about how... Uh, the, the only reason that you go to your guides is to ask what's next. Next I means go, the next step. I go to my guides for everything. Well, see, and that's the thing. <clears throat> if you go to your guide for everything, then they must not be part-time assistants. Right. They must be full-time Sherpas. Mine is always there. So, Philip is mine. But when I do energy steps, there are other people who help with that. So I have had the experience before of being in the middle of steps and have a question come up in my mind and suddenly ask it and I could see someone grab the pendulum. The pendulum actually goes like a car break. Mm -hmm. And I and I said, hey, was somebody else holding, working on the pendulum? Yeah. Philip hurried up and grabbed the pendulum to answer my question. So I know he's always there even when someone else is doing steps because what I think is happening is there are a bunch of engineers for lack of a better term in this physicality it's a lab it's some kind of lab mm -hmm. and who are rebuilding this uh, this electrical energetic spiritual therefore physical body and so there's a crew in there, mm -hmm. but Philip is assigned to me. You've got one assigned to you. Yeah, don't know what her name is. I say her, but you know, you know what? I think that's the reason we say we we think of he and she. It's because we know that they're a complement to that energy is a complement to. The, for instance, you know the masculine energy is a complement to your feminine one on this side. Right. And and the feminine one on the other side is a complement to my masculine. Right, and the truth is, they are non-gender. Well, exactly. So, that's just for It's us. just how we think. It's just for identification purposes in our physical world. Right. So, my point is, Philip is always there. If I wake up, he's there. If I wake up in the middle of the night, he's there. So. I just haven't yet gotten in touch with mine. I think you don't pay attention that. Well, that's, that's what I'm... Basically, that's what the good you said this morning. Because uh, mm -hmm. I just... Sonia Choquette talks about 
uh, paying more attention attention to the spirit side of things. Uh, I think that book is called Ask Your Guides for anybody who wants to look it up. In the first chapter, she talks about paying attention more to the spirit side so that you can be more aware of it. And uh, and uh, so after reading that a few weeks ago, uh, and then it's slowly dawning upon me, I need to be more aware of. Because like I was telling you this morning, uh, having to be aware of people's vibes. And I thought, well, maybe I don't see people's vibes. I do. Because we were watching Martha Stewart and... And uh, Julia Child, 1996. Julia Child. Yeah, 1996. She was making a cake. Yeah. Uh, a uh, wedding cake. Yeah. A three-tiered wedding cake uh-huh. with marzipan. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, putting bamboo skewers in it with plastic straws to help hold up the structure of the cake and all this. <laughs> and Martha Stewart was being very detailed, you know, as Martha Stewart is. And Julia Child was going, oh, yeah, I know, you know, because she just sees... Julia Child just kind of intuits the whole picture. Martha Stewart is less of an intuitive person and more of a logical and analytical person. And so, and I was getting that vibe and, and during a commercial, because uh, yes, there's commercial on streaming TV, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Michelle had uh, muted the TV and we were talking about, uh, uh, I was like, and Michelle goes, you know, I think Martha Stewart's a little odd. And I said, yeah, yeah, I think so too. I see some things there that would would be uh, kind of out of place, you know. And and I realized I am getting vibes. I just have to pay more attention to them to understand them better, you know. <clears throat> and so uh, uh, it's just being and you know the you know what the first the whole the first step on this whole journey thing was for us being aware. Learning to be more aware. Yeah, seeing what's what, what's in front of you. Yeah, yeah, and and seeing what's affecting you at any one point in time. What's what the reality is, rather than what you've structured it to look like. <clears throat> now you, I know we talk a lot about quantum physics. You know, this is a podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> we talk a lot about quantum physics, but uh, what's and quantum consciousness and all that kind of stuff. And while science hasn't yet quite moved on to the quantum consciousness, other than uh, a Hungarian-American physicist named Eugene Wagner. Um, in the 40s, he wrote about uh, consciousness and, and quantum physics. But then uh, other people like uh, uh, Leonard Rosen and Roger Penrose, the largest small in the human mind, uh, uh, that's about quantum consciousness in the brain and, and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, uh, uh, after saying all that, uh, you really realize that once you get, once you become work on becoming more and more aware, you realize that there is a reality out there uh, beyond how your perceptions build it. Absolutely. And and what I mean, your perceptions actually build your reality. And so uh, we'll condense this. This is this is like uh, connecting with your guides in a nutshell. You know, a 900-page volume called, in a nutshell, <laughs> like some of my Linux and Unix books. Uh, but uh, what I realized is that, and we've been, t- Michelle and I have been talking about this a lot over the past couple of weeks, uh, two or three weeks, because if some of you have read Louise Hay, 
especially you could heal your life, she talks about how your beliefs make your world. And that's how she puts it. Well, she's not wrong. Uh, however, for some of us, there's more than just that surface layer of beliefs to get rid of. Because we tried it. Because, yes. And we got rid of it. Yes, and we and know it, other there people. there was still stuff there. Right, and we know other people. We've come across many other people who, who have more than just a surface layer of beliefs. I think most of humanity has just a surface layer. I say surface layer. Sure, it goes down and it, emotions are attached. But I think for some people in this life, changing their beliefs and some of the emotional structures underneath while not necessarily easy, require less steps than other people. Because for the grammar nerds, it would be fewer steps. Fewer steps for the grammar nerds. Uh, hope you're happy with that, grammar nerds. Uh, but uh, Michelle and I have been talking about how beliefs, behaviors. What was the other thing I used? It was another B word. But we're talking about contracts. Well, it's on my phone, which is actually recording. Where's your phone? Uh, okay, let's see. We wrote it on the, the business. All right, let's see. Beliefs, contracts, and subconscious mind. Maybe. Part of this process um, that Mark and I have been through required eliminating the subconscious mind. And I cannot tell you how to do that right off I would have to go back and look at what happened but it was also partly energetic changes well it was it was mostly probably almost entire and that's the thing we know we're throwing stuff out here that you guys are like what what you know especially with the energetic stuff but we'll get into that more that subconscious mind I do remember it and it was mostly you it was painful yeah it was mostly you having to get rid of subconscious mind for me and you. Uh, yeah, I had to do it for the cats, too. Mm-hmm. Tissue, please. Oh. <sighs> Mark, it says sound effects. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just think of this as Batman without the visuals. <laughs> when you hear wham, just see it, okay? Uh, <clears throat> but, um... Close this. But you'll hear us talk about energetic stuff energy medicine, things like EFT. You know, I don't like that term medicine, but I don't have a new term to think, to change it to. Energe- energy therapeutics. That sounds like a company. <laughs> That's a, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, um... I just don't like the, the word medicine because this is more than medicine. This is transformation. True, because... Mostly what we think of as medicine here in the West is just palliative stuff that helps Cover you get symptoms. through the pain or get over the symptoms this until your body heals you. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Well, what we call this, we just call it energetics. I mean, for now, you know, it's all you can think of. And so... So, through energetic techniques, technologies... Yeah, I like that word. Okay. Uh, energetic technologies that she uses. Uh, things like breathing, channel, uh, energy channels, or 
Uh, would they be energy channels? Is that what you call them? Energetic, energetic channel channels. healing channels. Yeah, and uh, using that. Uh, Which is new. It just came online since August of last year. Yes, and you know what's interesting is you can even call forgiveness energy, an energy, energy. technology. Yeah. You know? Because that's what it does. It is. It, it, moves, it absolutely is. You know, uh, oh, blockages. So uh, it was uh, beliefs, blockages, and behaviors. Oh, okay. Energy. It was beliefs, energetic blockages, and behaviors. Those are three things. Those form an ecosystem in all of us. What I mean by an ecosystem is a belief is tied together with an energetic blockage, and the energetic blockage is tied together with the behavior, and the behavior is tied back to the belief. All three of those things form kind of like a little, well, threesome for a comedic effect. <laughs> and, <laughs> right? And when you, uh, when you break up one of those relationships, like for instance, between the blockage and, and blockage and the belief, the whole thing dissolves. But what's odd is you still have to get rid of all three of them for the effect of them to completely go away. And that's what's that's what Michelle and I've been doing over the past three or four weeks is getting it's rid been of longer the, than that. Has it been longer than that? But that's we've been getting rid of energetic blockages. Which we for instance We were doing that before we knew what we were doing. True. Well it it's wasn't been until since July August. it was like July sixth that we started this. You're talking about the, con the most immediate the thing that we've done. Yeah, right. Well Because we did beliefs we were doing beliefs back in September of last year. I was using, the technologies weren't online like they are now, and I was using the nine step thing to get rid of, do you remember the nine steps? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. took forever. That, yeah. But it worked right. enough. It did work. But we kept having to go back, as the technology got better and better, we kept having to redo the same beliefs. But now it's to the point where it works like a light switch. Well, so to give you an idea, Michelle was in so much physical pain in about the year 2008 that, and after trying different doctors and diets and this kind of stuff, none of that stuff worked. And so in, in July of 2008, things always happen to us in July. Big changes happen for us in July. And so in July of 2008, she picked up Louise Hayes' book, You Can Heal Your Life, and learned about affirmations and changing beliefs and this kind of stuff. And what I didn't know at the time was it was all energy. I didn't know that I was messing with my own energy. Yeah. So I would choose an affirmation and write it on front and back, mm -hmm. ruled paper. What do you call that? Lined kind of paper. Lined paper in a notebook like you would use for school. Yeah. Front and back, over and over. I didn't realize what I was doing was moving my energy. Yeah, and the reason we talk so much about energy is because really, beliefs and emotions and behaviors and things like that, they're all prompted by energy blockages that we have. Now, that may sound strange, and for those of you, you who think, well, that's not scientific, I get you. But let's not even go there right now because if science worked, you wouldn't be here. Yeah, we're talking quantum science here. Yeah, and... and you know, science is starting to get there with that, with the whole consciousness thing. Like I was so, talking like, about. what's the 
Edgar Mitchell? What's his name? Oh, Ed- Ast- yeah, I think it was astronaut. astronaut Edgar Mitchell on like Apollo 13 or... or he's or, got the noetic yeah, he, sciences. Yeah, he's passed away, but the Institute of Noetic Sciences talk, is working on... This kind of stuff. The quantum effects of human consciousness. Yes. How our world changes based on how we see it. So there is science, but it's... You've got to know that that's that it's there because it's not in the mainstream. Right, and the Institute of Noetic Sciences, I think, has been around since the late seventies, early eighties. So, I mean, they've been around and they're doing the work, uh, uh, and it's really interesting to watch. And then to find out that m- numerous of our senses, uh, what was it? Sight obviously is a quantum sense because of light. Smelling is like smell was the was it like sound or was it like seeing? I think it was more like sound. We'd have to go watch it again. His name was Jim Al-Khalili, and he's a British physicist. And he talked about how your senses are quantum. Yeah. How they use quantum information to pass information about smells, sights, sounds. That's a really cool documentary. Yeah, that was on Amazon Prime. Uh, But that's the thing. It really is turning out that our world is quantum. We just live in a watered-down version so that we can figure it out. So that we can... You know, that's really it. It's a lower frequency world. Yeah. It's a denser vibrational world because to live in that high vibration of quantum physics is absolutely ungrounded. But the body is being reconstructed so that we can live higher than we have been. And this is what her entity has been teaching her since last August. So it's coming up on a year now. Yeah. And boy, she's gone through some stuff this past year. Um, uh, Anywhere between... 12 to 15 to 16 to 18 hours of working in here just non-stop with the pendulum with the pendulum and uh, uh, and the, you say why would you do that well because I was in a lot of pain yeah she was in constant <laughs> pain because of the energy so the only way she could get rid of the pain was to was do by, these steps was by uh, moving the energy through and through uh, breath yeah and what's fascinating is she's even taught me how to get rid of pain using all these channels and stuff like that. And that's cool. Because I am the more physically grounded of the two of us. Let's and call him a skeptic. Which he's finally come to see. <laughs> yeah. Enough stuff has changed for you that you finally see yeah. that this is real. Exactly. And and uh, now, for those of you who don't know or who are listening, I used to be autistic. It wasn't mild autism that you could just brush off and say, oh, pff, whatever. I was diagnosed professionally uh, at 43, and let me tell you, my life was, it was difficult for me. Autism was difficult for me. I know there's a lot of folks who think, think that autism is a gift and, and that kind of stuff. That's great, but for me, it was not. And if you want to know more about that story, you can go to our, we've got a page on our website, 12th Flight University, and Heal Your Autism yeah. is a page on uh-huh. there. Yep. And we also have Heal Your Autism on Instagram and Facebook. And then we have a YouTube channel. Uh, and um, we have podcasts on SoundCloud where you can listen to wherever you want called Heal Your Autism. It's just all Heal Your Autism. So yeah. if you want to know more about that, we're not going to talk about that very much here. Right, because the truth is, like I said a little bit ago, the autism was a step for me to completely heal. It was just one of the steps for me to completely heal. Which was a miraculous step. 
Yeah, and it was a lot of work. And a lot of people saw me change. My coworkers at the Whole Foods of the City. His parents. Uh, my parents, uh, my sister, her husband, uh, other friends that we know, yeah. other relatives on her side of the family that live there. She did, you know. <laughs> and uh, uh, she had to live with it. Well, I she, but we both had to live with the ups and downs of it. Yes. You know? It was not a clear cut. No, no. There it was, was no there was no path through the force that somebody laid out no. that I just followed. And what's all. a miracle is this new energetic stuff that's come online has healed him more than anything. Yeah, agreed. And so uh, now seeing all this, I'm still skeptical because by nature that's just me. I have to we live in Missouri, but <laughs> I'm more of a show me than she is. <laughs> so uh, you know. Uh, well, but, that's because I have a really huge connection with my intuition. Well, and that's the thing. And being autistic, I had lots of trust issues anyway. Well, and you had no connection. No, I did not. Because I had another condition called alexithymia. That went undiagnosed. Uh, that's also on our page. You won't hear us talk about that much. This is just of where we came from. And so, uh, you know, Michelle and I, we've been working on this, her, since 2008. So it's been 13 years for her. I've been sick much longer than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, since, well, I, since you I was diagnosed with Lyme. In the late I'm, 80s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she had, uh, she had Lyme disease and all the other attendant stuff that went with that. And uh, she's healed all of that. And yeah, I feel like it's going to completely heal. Mm -hmm. I, I, I had a lot happen last night. I woke up in a different body, it felt like. Yeah. So... So we're bringing new stuff to you guys that's energetic technology. And uh, she is the one who's been bringing it out, bringing it up, and kind of staking it into this reality so that everybody can see it. And uh, so... Uh, because most everyone has gotten all of this, but it seems that I'm the one who has brought it in on purpose. Yeah. And so that being the case, uh, uh, we'll, we'll discuss this stuff more and more as, as time goes on. It, but I know. think there will be things that are in the way for people, and that's why we're here to help. So, like, you may have metals blocking your antenna, your spiritual antenna. And that is 100% true, because when I detox from heavy metals, my intuition was much better. My connection with the other side was much better than it was previous to detoxing from heavy metals. So there are lots of things that can be in the way of actually being able to use these channels. And even those of you folks who think your your brain is healthy, that's great. Michelle thought hers was healthy too. But then when she detoxed from heavy metals, uh, all kinds of things changed for her. Yeah. Because I think everyone in the world needs to detox from, from heavy, heavy metals. metals. Yeah, because it's just in our environment, you know. So <clears throat> um, we're just bringing this energy, energy technology to you so that you can completely heal. Because to us, the goal of complete healing isn't getting over just physical maladies. It's uh, illnesses, diseases, disorders, whatever you want to call it. It really is getting rid of the underlying blockages like the traumas, like beliefs, uh, like low self-esteem, like lack of self-love. You know, and... <clears throat> And that, all that stuff. But I want to make it very clear that you are not those things. Those right, are right. things that are lodged in your avatar. 
Talk you, about that. Talk about you that. You are a perfect spirit being inside this avatar that you chose. You may may not have chosen the exact avatar you're in, but you chose the situations that that avatar would be in for purposes of learning. So when you chose that avatar, you knew that it was going to experience abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, poverty. Poverty. Uh, uh, abundance. Uh, you knew. All that. That was your choice. Mm-hmm. And that's what is so freeing about this. If you can know that you are separate from who you are in this body. Yes. In other words, what she's saying is don't identify with the issues that you have. Don't say, oh, that is me. Right. It isn't. It's what you, it's what this physical reality is using to teach you. And you can get to a point mm-hmm. that you can get those out of your avatar. Yes. Agreed. And that's why we're here, to teach you how to reconnect with your intuition, which might require a reading. I do readings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, those, okay, now, I want you to understand the importance of these readings, all right? And I'm not going to let her tell you. I'm going to tell you. <clears throat> because with the aid of her entity, uh, Philip, mm-hmm. that's who we, and uh, <clears throat> she is able to help people figure out what specific issues they're having and then give them specific advice. Again, it's just advice because you don't have to take it. You can go back to doing whatever you were that wasn't working or was working or whatever, but the whole point is, with the aid of that entity, she can give you specific advice that you can or can't use. It just depends on you. And uh, it does work because she and I are examples of that. And So are the cats. Well, the cats are too. Uh, <clears throat> friends uh, that we've helped, uh, that she's helped specifically, uh, even people that she doesn't know. She even helped pets. Ours included, as well as others. So this, the readings are specific to you, specific to your situation, and... Uh, They're designed to yeah. help you reattach yourself to your entity or your soul, if you want to say soul. Because really, it's all you on the other side. That's how she likes to describe it, and I would agree with that. I mean, we all, I think most everybody on the planet thinks you have a soul, and if we all have an eternal soul then where is it if it's not here? I had an amazing experience once when I was moving energy. I was having to take it multi-dimensionally up to the 64th dimension. And when I got there, in my mind's eye, I was with Philip in this capsule that was outside of Earth, but could, you could see Earth through the windows. And it was like a virtual reality place. So it was like he was playing my avatar but a portion of him was actually in me so I am him I don't know if that made any sense at all well and vice versa he is her yeah (coughs) so I am the part that he sent in here to play this game but we've all lost connection Mm -hmm. with that person Yes. see that person is all knowing Mm -hmm. and so (coughs) You could call that God. 
Yeah, if you want to, but then that separates you, you kind of separates you from the all-knowing, all-loving part of you. I mean, it's like giving it another name and, and, and I don't know, it just, I'm, when you said that, it made me realize how wrong that, how it, uncomfortable it is for me to call that God. You know, okay, it, but for me, yeah, other people may find may find that okay. So you don't have to call it God, but I can tell you, I the other night I couldn't sleep because there was so much energy happening, and I would like be like, okay, what time is it? And he would say it's two, and I looked at my phone and it was one fifty four, and then because it's easier to say it a rounded off number, it's easier for me to hear a rounded off number. If there's an issue with communication it's on my side because trust you know am I really hearing that is that did I make that up well he again later in the night I said what time is it he said it's four and I said and I looked at my phone it was 354 so well I'm saying you tell time too he knows he knows everything Mm -hmm. yeah and all I have to do is ask him Mm -hmm. now the reception sometimes is no good on this side. But that's also what's being fixed. The reception. The energy, are, all the energy that you've been working all on. All the energy year, that I've yeah. been working on is also fix, fixing that reception. Mm-hmm. True. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, it's a lot more fun living life with him. Well, you know, and she with just being said the word. completely connected. She just said the word fun. Yeah. Right? Now, some people might ask, well, why would you want to reconnect with your inner self? Easy. Because your life was, my, I'll just give my example. My life was miserable. And things weren't working out for me. I was working uh, just a basic retail job because at that point my autistic brain couldn't function above that level. And... <clears throat> So when we started doing this, when I started in, t- in January of 2010, she started a year and a half earlier, uh, I was hoping to at least come in contact with somebody who knew more than me. Because my using myself as a guide, I wound up in a dead-end gully in the middle of the desert at high noon when it was 125 degrees outside, and I had no water and no food. That's what it felt like at that point. I mean, there, nothing was going for me in January of 2010. And <clears throat> I was frust- absolutely 100% frustrated with my life. And I thought, well, you know what, if I'm not doing so well, maybe there's somebody else who can. And so that's when I started reading about intuition. I got Shakti Gawain's book. Uh, she has one on intuition. It's a small book. And... Uh, you know, that didn't, with the alexithymia and the autism, that book didn't make much sense to me at first. Neither did Louise Hay's book. So I, uh, but I started reading those books. I started trying to meditate, but my autistic brain had ADHD as well, and so I couldn't focus, you know? And it was absolutely frustrating trying to make any kind of sense of life and enjoy life, living through all that physical ailment crap that I had which then caused all the financial and relationship crap that I had. But she and I stayed married 
uh, in fact, our 27th It's a miracle yeah. that we stayed married. <laughs> we are, uh, it was. Uh, we uh, went through a bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, 19 years of her taking care of me. Yeah. So from 94 until 2013. Because I was so autistic, I had trouble taking care of myself. I mean, I could hold out a job, but out of sheer perseverance. Yeah. Not because I functioned well at all, you know? And if you want to know, let's see, here we are. You know what's funny? You know when I told you yesterday in the, in the text, I said, you know, how much our life has changed and it's been less than 10 years? Yeah. It's just now been eight years. Oh. Talking from the diet. Oh, right. <clears throat> from the diet. Yeah. And starting with the GAPS diet in 2013 and uh, then medical meeting in 2018, uh, <clears throat> Here's how my life is now. I'm working at Whole Foods a couple miles from us, and uh, it's phenomenal because when I started there, I shone. I mean, I stu stood out from everybody, and I was like, man, I thought my work ethic was horrible. I thought people didn't like my work ethic. I thought people didn't like me. At this, at this store, people loved me. And we got a new store manager back in, in March, and he was like, hey, man, we really need an assistant manager in one of our departments. How about you go do that? And I had to turn it down because it was a lot of stress. And, and, and my dad uh, was really sick with cancer and, uh, and that kind of thing. So with all the stress and, uh, of my dad and that type of stuff, I decided not to take it. But, man, everybody at the store loves me. And I... That is what I had been wanting my whole life with autism. And now I have it. And sure, did it take 11 years? Yeah, but it took me a lot longer than that to get sick. Much longer than that to get and be and stay sick. So now I've healed all of that. Really, most of it, 75 to 80% of it in the past eight years. And the other 20% or so, 10 to 15%, whatever you want to call it, in the previous two and a half years, three years. I mean, we've come 180 degrees from where we were. And that's the only reason you're looking for something now is because you're wanting something that you're wanting the path that can lead you to happiness, to freedom from all the worry. And you may not get rid of all the worry, but I, you know what? That's a good story right there. December of 2013. <clears throat> in November, we got a summons to appear in court because we were being sued for my student loans, which I couldn't pay. <clears throat> and then I remember talking to my mom. It was Christmas of 2013. And uh, my mom is the warrior in the family. Uh, at least she used to be. And uh, I, picked, I got that from her. Well, I worked diligently, sometimes every day, but definitely every week from December 2013 until December of last year, 2020. I finally, getting rid of beliefs and, and traumas contracts. and contracts and God knows what all else, uh, using forgiveness and, and don't use EFT much anymore, but forgiveness and all the, the energy channels that Michelle has brought online for, for the whole planet this past year. I have finally broken my worry. It's gone completely. I just don't worry anymore. Yeah, it's a miracle. 
I spent seven years doing it, but you know what? It's worth it because this is where I wanted to be 10 years ago, 11 years ago. I am now where I wanted to be. So that's why you're here is because you want to get started on the journey where you want to be. It may not take you 10 years either. No, it won't because this stuff works better than anything we've used. And we've used so many things. So like I started out mm -hmm. writing affirmations. She wrote well over a thousand pages, maybe even more than that, because it was an 18 inch stack of paper, front and back. And then I used, I, I would also chant or Oh yeah, yeah, and I did mantras, and uh -huh. I did uh, psych K. I did. You did meditation. Meditation. I did. Reframing. EFT, reframing the, the the inner child. Yeah, yeah. Um, Loving the inner child. All kinds of visualizations. Yeah, visualizations. I did. Well, then we met some people who were really into energy and that was the first time I understood that I was actually moving my energy because sure. I, I had I had gotten to a point where I, I wasn't using breath so much I sort of was I didn't know what I was doing I just things would happen I would just do things I was like why well, do see, I know what's this? What's interesting is all of these things that just popped up in life yeah Michelle was looking up. for them but but they just poop just like little pop-up energy so like thing. I would feel like I was getting a cold and I could push <clears throat> I, at the time I didn't know I was use, using energy to heal myself but I could push energy out of my solar plexus and up into my throat and I could clear it and not get sick mm -hmm. I was yeah. like how am I doing this it wasn't until I met these people who were into mm -hmm. energy who understood energy better that I started understanding that I was actually doing this stuff. So I didn't understand that affirmations were actually moving my energy. <clears throat> that was distracting. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, hand and cold. They said we'll be back in a few hours. Okay. So, okay. <clears throat> now everyone knows. Yeah, that's all right. They're friends of ours. Uh, but that's the thing. I've been a skeptic this whole time. And Michelle hasn't been. Uh, you know, she. I well, that's because I had these experiences. I never did. I finish. Yeah, I did that one. Well, but she really started reading a lot of this stuff in it the started late nineties. Ninety-seven. Mm -hmm. When I, mm -hmm. it started with the Joseph Campbell interview with Bill Moyers. Yeah, and then uh, I was at a Borders bookstore. Yeah. In Dunwoody. Yeah. And there was a guy who was working for me. His name was Greg, and he was into a lot of. He was into uh, Course in Miracles. Course in Miracles, okay. Yes. And then a guy I was working with was into Seth mm -hmm. and... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then... Uh, Secret. Yes. The one with Esther and Jerry Hicks. Uh, Abraham, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, Neil Donald Walsh. Uh, Conversations with God. Yeah, that mm -hmm. really made me stop and expand my perception. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What was our point? Well, our point was, this is where we came from. Mm. And now where we're at is amazing. Oh, so the technologies that have come online now, <clears throat> what I don't know for sure is if it's because I've been working on myself so long that there's hardly anything left, that these technologies work like turning off a light switch. Mm -hmm. Well, Because I was having... Corporal tunnel pain 
and I put it through one of these channels and the pain went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, mean, I did the same like thing this week. It's just like a miracle. Yeah, she showed me how to do that this week too, and it worked. And and you're like, you know, there's got to be something to this if it works just like this. You know, and and what we what most of us think of as miracles. Now, here's something interesting. Michelle grew up a Baptist minister's daughter. I grew up a Pentecostal pastor's son. Now, between those two, uh Baptists are not much into miracles, I don't think, if I not remember really. correctly. Nor are they into gifts of the Spirit. No. Now, they know, talked about them, but <laughs> they, I never felt it. Yeah, right. And gifts of the Spirit to Baptists are very bland, saltless, seasoned, unseasoned. <laughs> you know. But to Pentecostals, they're not. Speaking in tongues, being slated in the Spirit, you know, all that kind of stuff. Baptism with fire, all that. And Holy Spirit, all that kind of stuff. Now, <clears throat> neither one of us live by that live by those things now but it's what those we've left done. me very early because uh, my whole family got sick except for my dad and the church kind of turned on us and i know that's part of the plan it was part of the plan to wake me up yeah mm-hmm. so you know at the time it was like what's going on you know this comes to mind so i'm going to say it basically everything that happens in your life happens until you wake up. For you to wake up. For you to wake up. That's the whole point. And then when you wake up, while you don't exactly control your life, you can change it so much that it goes the way you hope it to, but you also change your perceptions well enough so that you know the way that it's going is the way that you want it to. And it's funny that you just said the word hope because that's one of the things we had to eliminate Right. to get to where we are. Hope is a negative expectation. Yes. Because what you're saying is you hope this turns out differently than you expect it to. And so that was a really important contract for us to give up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> because... Because it keeps you in lack. It keeps you in. It's not happening. Uh, lack being you think it's not going to happen. You think you don't already have it. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, <clears throat> and that's the thing. Hope is just... Uh, well, I hope this turns out better than, you know... But you always hope that. What what you need to realize is, you you know where your point of power is? And I'm not going to use Louise Louise Hay thing, where it says choice. You know, she said, because your your point of power is realizing that the situation that you're in has a lesson for you. And when you learn that lesson, then you move on to the next lesson. But the other point of power is to know that you actually made that thing happen. Bam. There's multiple points of power. (laughs) There's at least two, you know. And, uh, Tell but, the story about the man who kept walking in. The, oh, I mean, this is a God. perfect example of Mark made this happen. This is also a perfect example of how you make, of how you make your rea- reality. Yeah. Okay. No joke. <clears throat> so when I started at the, I'm gonna say Borders. <laughs> uh, when I started at the Whole Foods, all the time I worked for Whole Foods, I've called it Borders. Uh, but uh, they feel a lot alike. Because Mark used to work at Borders. Yeah, and I worked for, I now worked at Whole Foods longer than I worked at Borders. But uh, only by about six, nine months. But anyway, but I started working at the Whole Foods I'm at now. And uh, there was a guest who came in. He would stalk through the store with a pair of sunglasses on. And he always made people nervous. 
because he would physically run into people and he wouldn't even bother to stop and say he was sorry or anything. He'd just keep on going. And uh, so <clears throat> I knew that that was going to be a problem for me, although I didn't know how to fix it yet. <clears throat> well, being attached, and here was what the problem was for me. I thought, I judged people harshly who wore sunglasses in a building because I thought they were hiding from life. That, so these was, that are, was the belief. Yeah, these are things that you have to figure out, though, because yeah. they're so deep. But see, that's what your intuition is for. Yes. Because you can, you can sit there for 20 days going, what is it, man? What is it? What is it? You know, but then your intuition, but with your intuition and a clear connection to it, it'll say, you'll get a, I'm going to use it, you're going to get a push revelation. <laughs> like a push notification. You're going to get a push revelation from your intuition telling you exactly what it is. And you know what? Your intuition is quantum too. You know yeah. what I know? Yeah. It's because the information that comes to you is 100% complete and whole. And when it does you come to you, you know it's 100% complete and whole and 100% correct. It arrives in a package. That it opens. does. A complete package. Right? Now, I could go into the definition of what a quantum is. It is exactly that. It's just light. Anyway, but... This is light, too. Well, technically, yeah. Energy, anyway. And so, so this guy, my brain was harshly judging him. There was no reason for it to. It's just that I had that belief. Yeah. People who wear sunglasses in buildings are hiding from He had that software in his <laughs> In my OS. operating system. And I had that app in my operating system, yes. that, that malware, or whatever you want yep. to call it. <clears throat> and so, sure enough, me and that guy got into it a little bit. No words, no nothing. I'd get in his way, or he'd get in my way. Finally, one day, he physically ran into me. And I went and found him in the store, and I told him, don't you ever run into me again. And he said, if you run into me again, you're going to have more problems. I was like, man, get out of here. You got nothing for me. Get lost. That's what I told him. He actually pulled up his sunglasses to tell me that, right? <laughs> and I rolled my eyes in his face, and we all, we went on about our business. And uh, was that the night you came home and said, "I have to figure this out"? Probably. And <clears throat> because Mark had already had experiences of eliminating a belief, and something would leave. Yes, yes, it would just disappear. It would literally disappear out of my external world the next day. Yeah, so he was like, I've got to figure this out. Yeah, because I knew it would work, but sometimes you have situations that are a little bit bigger require a little more digging to get to the real cause. Right. And so so sure enough, I got my push revelation, and uh, uh, it said, because you believe that he's hiding for life. Whether it was correct or not, it didn't matter. It was still wrong because it was not based on reality, whatever reality is in this case. So, Mark just used quotations with his fingers. Air quotes. They're really air quotes because you can't even see them. And, uh, but, they're uh, quantum air quotes. There you go. And uh, uh, they, they, they convey the message completely. But, uh, uh, but anyway, so I figured it out. And I think I used forgiveness and EFT on it. I think we used the channels. Did we use at the channels? Point. Okay. Was uh, it the nine? It may have, uh, been, it the might have nine, been the nine steps. So it was. What was your statement? 
don't even remember. Oh, probably is. I believe that people who uh, wear sunglasses. sunglasses in buildings are hiding from life. Right. <clears throat> you know. And uh, uh, so, uh, because that was a strong belief. It was strong enough to have, have things occur in my reality. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And so, when I got rid of that, the next day, I, that guy was gone. And he's never been back. However, the day after that, he showed up. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. He showed up one time after that. But after that, he never showed up again. And I have, it's been much more than a year, and I've not seen that guy back in there at all, ever. And he was in there every day. He was in there every day, twice a day. <clears throat> and so that's, that's why we're so excited about any of these energetic technologies yeah. that we're telling you about, any of them. Because even one of them is going to help. Yeah. But <clears throat> what and it is daunting how many there are in your OS. How many? How much software you have? How much How much bloatware, bloatware there, there, there is? That's bloatware good. that you don't want to, that you don't need and don't want. Yeah. You know. But and, getting rid of one changes your reality. Yeah, it does. Just one. It does. And when you can see that happen, you're like, holy crap! You want to keep going. You want to keep going. It was like when I first started uh, on the GAPS diet to heal from autism. Uh, <clears throat> within three months, I felt so good, I just wanted to, keep going, wanted to keep going. And I did. And I got out of it. I got rid of the heavy metals. I healed my gut. I healed my brain. I healed the tendon infections like strep and viruses and all that kind of stuff. That's, it's all, that's all gone. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It doesn't affect my behavior at all anymore. None of it. But a lot of that was the... Energetic but, well, stuff. but over this past year, last we had year. to use a lot of energy just to heal. And that's the thing. I don't really believe, neither one of us do, that you can be 100% healed using just physical means. Right. Diets, you know, running and that it kind of stuff. It can get you to a place where you are clearer <laughs> and you can see perspective. Your perspective is more reality-based, if that's a way to put it. Yeah, it, it, it's more this plane of existence, yeah. place, you might say. But but the whole point is, you may see people out there that look physically healthy, but in their interactions with others, you find them to be a little off or a lot off. And you're and that's the thing. We tend to stop and think that the only health is physical health. It isn't. You know. You know what's funny is neither one of us decided. What Michelle did, because she was looking for physical healing when she started this yes. back in 2008. However, I wasn't. I didn't even know there was a problem with me, physically. <clears throat> I just knew that on the inside, I was a mess, and so I started cleaning up the inside. No matter where you start cleaning, sooner or later, you're going to clean up the whole room. Yeah. Or the whole house. Yeah. And so, and, and after, you know, 13 years for Michelle, and... 10 and 11 years for me, 11 and a half years for me, uh, we're, we've cleaned up most of the house. You know, might be the garage and the shed out back now, and that's about it. But, you know, that that's where we all want to be. We want to live the life that we want to live on our terms. And you can. Yeah, you really can. And so that's why we've started this, is because we want to show you guys how to do it. Because everybody really needs to know that healing is more than just physical. It's mental and emotional, spiritual and energetic. It really is. In fact, the mental, emotional, and spiritual, all that happens because of energetic techniques. 
It really does. Now, I know psychologists, psychiatrists, whoever would agree with this, but the truth is, psychologists just talk you through seeing things differently. That's quantum. If you change your perception, you're changing the vibration that you put out. Mm -hmm. So therefore, when you change the vibration that you put out, what you put out changes your reality. It really does. You know, drugs even change your vibration. How do I know? It's because when I was autistic, long before we knew I was autistic, we got me on Prozac. And the first hour taking Prozac, I was so quiet and so understanding. I used to be hyper and annoying and aggravating and all that kind of stuff. Because that was just, you know, again, I didn't identify with autism think, oh, I am autism. For me, it was just a problem waiting to be solved. And so we started with the Prozac and Michelle, we were riding home in the car and she looked at me and she goes, what's wrong with you? You're so quiet, you know? <laughs> See, that changes your vibe too. That changes what you put out. Drugs do change what you, change your vibration. They do, they change your energy. And so uh, uh, they change how you're perceived by other people. So, uh, you know, we're just here to show you, and see, we haven't, neither one of us have been on drugs in, God, in almost 10 years. I haven't had medicines for, for my, uh, when I had autism, I hadn't had those medicines in 10, 12 years or more. Because I stopped them. They just didn't do anything for me. Not anything that I wanted. Same way for Michelle. We do supplements, though. Yeah, supplements aren't, aren't pharmaceutical medicines, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, and supplements aren't there to change symptoms or mask symptoms. They're just there to, to kind of aid. That's why they're called supplements. They add to. You know? But... Um, that's that's what we're that's what we're here for. So I don't know if we want to talk about we might might have wound down. I don't know. Well, the point is, we're here to help. Yeah. We've got a website www.twelfthlightuniversity.com. Um, we have several packages that you can choose from for energetic healing or readings. Mm -hmm. We, I even do pets. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about all that stuff as time goes on. So, um, yeah, uh, you might tell them where 12 Flight University came from, isn't it? Where did it come from? Well, I took it from, well, Philip suggested it. That's mm -hmm. the 12th chakra. Yeah. I'm referring to the 12th chakra. That's really where everything really is going on. <clears throat> it's a big light. Yeah, and it's the, it's the area that is the clearing house for energy, you might say. It's an amazing place. Yeah. And so that's and so she decided to use uh, the twelfth chakra for the name of Twelfth Light University because that's where you put everything into to let go of it or to move the energy through, you know. Yeah, there's purple flame within the magical wormhole. I mean, there's so much stuff, guys. So yeah. much yeah. stuff. And we're gonna get to all this over the next twenty years. But uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, we're kidding. We're not kidding. But whatever. Uh, anyway, what else do we want to So have? just contact us. The yeah. email is Mark and Michelle at 12th Light University. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had to look. You know, it's like not, know, <laughs> it's not knowing your own phone number. You know, I don't call myself. I don't know. <laughs> you can go to our website and, and email us from well, there. You know what? We know our own phone numbers now better than we did when we only had landline phones because we have to give people our phone numbers for texting and for everything else. <clears throat> okay. So, okay, whatever. But, uh, uh, all right, guys. Uh, until next time.